Hello, everybody. We are back in the saddle again. We're back. New York hockey start of the day is back. Your host once again, Renato Rodriguez. We got a co-host. Who's this co-host? Who it is? It's Brett Wiley. It's Brett Wiley. Welcome back, Brett. How you feeling, man? How you? Feel? It's been a while. I'm happy to be back. I'm here to play. How, how are your Flyers doing, man? They won. They won again tonight. A uh, couple of wins in a row here. You know, we're, we're fighting. We're fighting. We're trying. I, I like. We, we're trying. Are we still fighting? Are we still talking about the playoffs? I mean, we wouldn't have traded away one of our main players if we were talking about playoffs, but technically not eliminated yet. So, yeah. Who, who is the main player? Who is his main player? Well, a washed-up Wayne Simmons, but still a name. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> So Flyers still in, in the balance in between playoffs, no playoffs. Life, death, life, death. Right. We're going to talk a little more about the trade deadline in this episode with the Devils and Rangers selling the Islanders. I don't know what they're doing. And we're also going to talk about how the Islanders did last night. There's only only game in action. New York mm-hmm. Islanders. Devils and Rangers fans. You, you, Devils won their last game. Rangers lost a tough one overtime in Washington. but. We're going to talk about the Islanders because Islanders are more important right now. We'll, we'll talk about your trade deadlines too. Don't worry. Don't worry. So as always, this episode of the New York Sports Star of Day podcast is sponsored by our girlfriends, a Bleeding Blue. It is a great Yankees and Giants podcast, which you can listen to, as always, on your inf- iPhone and Android devices. A little Southern breath just for you. Hold on, though. Why would you? Why would you come up with that accent? I just, I just let it came up on the fly. Oh, uh, I don't think that was an accident there. I, uh, it's okay, partner. <laughs> People didn't talk like that down there, did they? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> so, as Brett alluded to, I was in Texas the past week or so for a. He was a wanted uh, man in Texas. For educational conference, but I'm back, of course. Brilliant Blue, created by a good co-host Justin Pennick. Is Justin here today? Do we have Justin? Is the other gonna come on? Never no. again. No, I don't think he's coming on again. Sorry, Justin. So as always, this podcast was made by yours truly to talk daily. All right, daily about your New York sports and your New York hockey. Always get insights on your favorite New York hockey teams. Islanders, Devils, Rangers, yada, yada, yada. Quick and short. Right, Brett? Quick and short. But not but not usually, honestly. We, we, we like to say that we're quick and short, but nah, we, we get long-winded. Come on, don't, don't ruin my mojo, man. Come on. Don't ruin the mojo, man. Speaking of mojo, <laughs> we'll get to that guy. We will get to that guy. <laughs> we will get to that So without further ado, let's... Bleed. Hockey. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with it. Let's bleed hockey, everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> so, so, Brett, we had one game to talk about last night. And boy, it was an exciting one. 
at the Nassau Coliseum between two of the best teams in the league. Who the Calgary Flames. Believe it or not, the Calgary Flames and the New York Islanders. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the Calgary Flames coming on a a five-game winning streak for the Calgary Flames. The Islanders coming off a good win at their cool to end their, their three-game Canadian road trip. A 4 nothing shutout. We got Robin Lehner back in goal and gets Mike Smith. And what would happen in the first period, Brett? I'm going to guess that the Flames get off to a good start. But not in the first period, though. Not in the first period. They, 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 want, they both teams want to relax a little bit, Brett. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm not even counting the first period. The Islanders uh, just don't allow any goals in the first period, like ever. Yeah, the defense is so good, they're not allowing goals. So nobody scores yeah. in the first period. We go early on in the second period. Right, Nick Letty commits a slash mm. on Sean Money. You can't do that. And, and what happens? You're gonna pay. They're gonna pay for it. Lindholm and Monahan, good passes right to the middle of the slot, and Kachuk does the rest between the legs. Scores, and that reminded me of. This goal back in the heyday. 38, not a noted goal scorer, but he's going to give it a shot here. Malik has not scored this year. In on Kolzik. Fake the <laughs> legs! Oh, 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 Malik went oh, between his baby. legs! And the Rangers win it in a shootout! I've oh, seen it all. Oh, oh, oh. I've seen it all. Unbelievable! Yes, the Merrick Malik Rangers fans. You guys remember all of that? The Merrick Malik in those ugly ass uniforms. Hey, 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 don't don't disrespect the Lady Liberty uniforms. I love the Lady oh, those, Liberty. Those were those were I cool. love that. Those don't, were corny don't as hell. Those uniforms. Those were corny. Come on. Corny. Brad, don't make don't make me ban you from this podcast. Do not disrespect those. You those actually uniforms. like those uniforms. I love those uniforms. Oh, All right. Come on. Merrick Merrick Malik, that that was probably one of the most craziest shootout goal I've ever seen. On TV in my life, ever. almost better than the goal itself was his reaction to it. It's just like, yep. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, I know. I got. This. I got this. Yeah, so. I just went between legs, and so what? I got it. And man, and for those who don't know, he wasn't exactly known for that kind of offensive skill. Now was he? No, he he was a defense, but he was like a, he was pretty much a seventh defenseman in the NHL. Mm, okay, so, so he, he, he was a player. He didn't have that many goals in his career, no. So he'll always be known for that for that goal, that's for sure. So Matt Kachuk, his 25th. But the Islanders will intercept the pass in their zone bread by the Flames. And guess what they do with that? They go on a two-on-one opportunity. Flipula to Bailey. Bailey walks in, shoots, he scores! Josh Bailey is 14th of the year. And after two periods, Brett, it is one apiece. I just want to ask a quick question. Is sure. Val Filpula st- still playing meaningful minutes unironically on a competitive team? Yes. That means the Islanders have no forwards. I, I, we're going to talk about the Islanders and their no forward situation just a little bit, Brett. We don't want to talk about that. I know. About that. That's a good segue. I appreciate that. Thank you. So we go into the third period, and it, I just, I mean, I, I, 
the, the Flames were just making perfect passes on the uh, on the third period. Three minutes in, Backlund, his 17th, on a great feed from behind by Lindholm again and Goudreau as well. I mean, great, great feed. He went top shelf. Bang. Bang, bro. Bingo, bango, bungo. 2-1 Flames. Two minutes later, who's this guy? Rasmus Anderson? Who's this guy? Defenseman. You know what he does? What does he do? He gets the pass from, from Kasarnik and Giordano. You know what he does? I think it's just Zarnik, right? What whatever whatever this guy now? I, I don't care who this guy is. It's flames. I don't care. <laughs> and and he just absolutely slaps that in. Absolute snipe of the shot. Robin Lane didn't even know what he was doing on that. He, he, just, he saw the puck. He's like, I, I, I just can't. He had the reactions like, oh, my God. Like, Literally just can't. Like, that was a hard shot. Very hard shot by Rasmus Anderson. His second of the year. And guess what, bro? Okay. That's all she wrote. Really? That's all she wrote. Shot. Mike Smith, 26 saves in this one. Calgary Flames extend their one streak to six games as they beat the Islanders three to one. The Islanders are now tied with the Washington Capitals since Capitals won last night as well. With 79 points, 36, 19, and 7. Two games difference between the two, two less games for the Islanders. So we'll see if they, they could manage the points that way. But Brett, what what what's wrong with the Islanders? Problem is they don't have any forwards. And since they don't have any forwards, you think with the trade deadline? Yes, we're not gonna talk about the trade deadline really quick since it just happened. They did they do anything to improve the forward situation, bro? I do not believe they did. The Islanders did not make any trades whatsoever. They did get Andrew Ladd back in this game. Okay. So the I I guess he Luth believes that Andrew Lack could be their answer. Nah, he's a depth forward. I mean, he's 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 not he's not a guy that's gonna. Oh, I I heard his press conference. They they truly believe that Lack helped him out. Well, he, he can help you, but just not very much. <laughs> I, I I totally agree with that. And Islanders fans, if you remember from pre deadline episodes, we were saying you guys have a great defense. You have good goaltending. But what's the one thing you're lacking? Goals. You're lacking goals. Yeah, I mean, it's almost mystifying as to why they have a good defense either. But anyway. Well, I, I think that's a lot of do with Barry Trotz, his, his style. Oh, I know. I know. But I, I, Brett, I, I just keep waiting for this Islanders team to fade in, in, in the Capitals to seize control. Brett, I'm going to give you two stats. Or actually, I'm going to give you three stats that are pivotal to why the Islanders need it forwards. All right? Give you some stats here. Why is that? Coming into this game, they ranked in the league 21st in goals per game with 2.9. Not good. Not playoff. Well, uh, bottom, bottom of the barrel in the league, you need some offense, man. You need some offense. At least an average offense, very least. Anyway, I, I'm going to give you another stat. What's that? They, they shoot 28.3 shots per game, which is 30th in the league. So Damn. not only. Not only do they not shoot a lot, they can't score a lot either. So it's kind of a possession-based sort of team. I mean, right. if you if you have that sh- that few shots, you're basically deciding to 
hold on to the puck for long periods and try to just kind of keep well, the game low scoring. Right. Which is why the Islanders rank first in defense. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. It's and pretty they, impressive they can do that. Pretty, it's pretty impressive. It's different from, from the way the league has gone to now, now on this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's how you it's how you maybe find some success if you have, you know, not so much talent on your roster. Basically decide to do, do it differently than the rest of the league has, has trended towards. Right. And they also have 16.9% power play conversion ring, which is 24th in the league. So the offense is not good. No. And they, they, they needed some forwards, and Lou said, nope, we like the team the way it is. So based upon what I've heard, Based upon what I've seen, the Islanders, I'm going to give the Islanders a C-plus grade for the trade deadline. So basically, they didn't, didn't do anything stupid, but they didn't do anything helpful. Right. <laughs> so, so the average grade, average grade for the Islanders. Although, so, honestly, I'm not sure they even deserve a grade. It's like it's like N.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know I'm going to have to give a grade. I have to give a grade. So I'm going to talk quickly about the New Jersey Devils. As they made a bunch of trades, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, bunch of trades. They've traded away fan favorite Brian Boyle. They've traded away fan hateful Ben Lovejoy. Sorry, Reverend. We love you, but see you later. They've also traded away a great forward in Marcus Johansson. And they've also traded away their stellar goalie from last year who has sucked this year. Keith Kincaid, all three agents acquisitions, not acquisitions, sorry, unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. And so we're, uh, we're going to go take a quick glimpse of what the Dulls received for these four players. The Marcus Johansson was traded to Boston at the deadline for the 2019 second round pick and a 2020 fourth round pick. If you guys remember, the Dulls got a second and third. For Marcus Johansson, so it's pretty much even Steven on that trade. They they've traded it. They got him for those two picks. They didn't work out quite too much with the injuries, so they traded him to Boston for a similar value. So it's pretty much a wash at that point. The Devils also traded Ben Lovejoy. You know who they traded Ben Lovejoy to? They traded him to the Dallas Stars right before the deadline. They got defenseman Connor Carrick, who had two assists in his first game on Monday night against the Canadians, and a 2019 third-round pick. And as you all know, besides Lovejoy uh, doing okay and killing penalties, he's not that good of a defenseman. So to get a third-round pick and a guy like Connor Carrick to maybe improve the defense a little bit, pretty good trade for those as well with that one. So they Carrick, also he's pretty he's pretty young. Connor Carrick? Yeah. I be, I believe he's like 24, 25, I believe. I think he's more like a reclamation project, from what I remember hearing about him. Um he he looked decent. I mean, he he reminds me a little bit of the John Moore defenseman, you know, offensive defenseman, shoe pucks. Um he could he's prone to make some mistakes in his defensive end at times. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think he's gonna be a solid pickup for Dills. Yeah, he's twenty four. All right. Well, maybe a little. So I, I think. I, but but we all know how much Ben Lovejoy sucked on the doubles, right? We we all know that. Oh yeah. So to, to even get a Durham pick and this guy, like that's a steal, in my opinion. Certainly. 
And then, of course, right, the Columbus Blue Jackets, right? They they traded all the picks away. They traded Magic Sheath a bunch of picks. Who else did they get? R- Ryan Stone for a lot of picks. They they pretty much traded all all the picks. They're going all in, right, bro? They make a lot of trades. They're going all in. They decided to get, acquire Keith Kincaid through a 2022 fifth round draft pick. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's a, I mean it's a it's a future fifth rounder. I mean, honestly, the Blue Jackets aren't concerned with 2022 and whoever not. their draft pick would be there. I agree, but I think it's the the Devils could have got way more value if Kinky would have came back to uh, last year's numbers, or even if he didn't suck the last like month of the season. Yeah, yeah, but he's just he's just kind of over the hill. So I mean, he... he's a backup. He's a backup in the league. Yeah. He's not he's not a, he's not a starter. Sorry, yeah. Dolphins. He's not a starter. And, and now this gives the reins on def- on the go on the goaltending side to Schneider, who was one for his last five, which is great news for Dolphins fans. And my boy, um, Blackwood. Blackwood. Of course. Can't forget about my boy, Blackwood. He's back on the team. Let's go, Blackwood. Nice. So, hopefully he'll, he'll, st- he'll start tomorrow night's game. I'll talk more about that in just a little bit. And the last trade the Dulls made was fan favorite Brian Boyle to Nashville. I got to see him while I was in Dallas. So, that was nice for me. They got him for a second-round pick. And, Brett, knowing Boyle's presence, he's a fourth-line fourth center, play some power play minutes, maybe some penalty kill minutes. Do you think it was worth Nashville getting a second-round pick for him? No. But, again, it's a win-now kind of thing. And it's really what, what the Devils do a good job of. They, they find opportunities. They find teams that are really desperate to add. You know, to find the right kind of situation where the Devils can get, too, can get too much, can fleece a team. You know, in these deals, they do a good job at finding those matches. Right. Because he's obviously so, he's obviously not worth a second round pick. I mean, I think anybody would say that. And the good news with all four of these trades, bro. Yeah. They're all unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. Yep. So guys, they weren't going to bring back anyway. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. And plus, they could they could bring him back, you know. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. So I I I'm giving the Devils an A grade for this trade deadline. I think they got they got these four guys they wanted to trade. They traded all four, and they got good value for them. So I think that's that's pretty much an A. And I think Ray Shero has done a good job in getting a lot of picks. So you might see Ray Shero do what he always does with these picks, Brad. You know what he does with these picks? Trade him. He trade those picks for a player. Yep. So you might see another star coming to Jersey. Maybe not a big star, but you might see guys like Palmieri or Johansson. Guys like that, the small type guys who cap teams can't keep come to the Devils. Mm -hmm. So So, last but not least, Brett Wiley, talk to us about the Rangers and what they did to trade deadline. Indeed. Well, they... I'm not sure exactly what order these went in, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go in the order I see them on the page here. So they sent right winger Matt Zuccarello Zook! to Dallas and received a conditional 2019 second round pick and a conditional 2020 third round pick. So that's a pretty solid return there, I think. I mean, Zuccarello is a good player. 
Certainly not the, our player. Do you know what the conditions were? I know the conditions. Okay, so the second rounder can become a first rounder if the Stars advance to the Western Conference Final this spring. Okay. The third rounder can become a first rounder if Zuccarello resigns with Dallas. So essentially, this could be two picks, first rounders. Yeah, hypothetically, it could be. The Rangers retain about 30% of Zuccarello's remaining salary. Which means nothing because he's a free agent, so it's going to be absolutely nothing to retain salary. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I, I think I, I think that's a, a good return, unfortunately, for Zook. He uh, suffered a broken arm in his start oh, debut. Dang. After notching a goal and an assist, so he was off to a good start. And then he breaks and, his arm. And he'll miss four weeks. But hopefully you know, hopefully the Stars can make the uh, playoffs and he'll get a chance to play. I don't, I don't know exactly what they look like in the standings, but I'm guessing they're close. So, all right, in another trade, the Rangers sent center Kevin Hayes. Ooh. What do they get? For a 2019 first-round pick. Wow. Forward, wow. Brendan Lemieux. Wow. And a conditional 2022 fourth-round pick. You can, for, for Hayes. <laughs> oh. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. The Rangers will only get the 2022 pick if the Jets win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so then we're gonna get the pick and Lemieux. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> see, that's why that that's why it's funny because I was surprised to see that fourth round pick because I didn't see that in the earlier reports of the trade. So okay. that's why nobody included it. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, Kevin Hayes. Hmm, interesting. He's he's had a good year this year, but is he worth a first rounder? Probably not. Yeah, because Lemieux is a throw in. He's just a, kind of a physical you know, physical forward kind. I mean, he's not going to pro- provide you much in the way of scoring or production right. overall. Right. So it's for the first rounder. And that, that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, of course it'd be a later first round pick. It's not, it's not bad though. So it's not, again, it's not the Rangers doing something similar to the, uh, the devils here, of course, Rangers rebuilding. So rebuilding they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're looking to stockpile those, uh, resources honestly but in the nhl though it's so hard to tell which teams are truly rebuilding and not because it's so fluid year to year right right you you can be surprisingly good i mean the devils were surprisingly good last year and they made the playoffs this year they take a huge step back and they're rebuilding again i mean maybe next year the devils are good again who knows i don't know so it's it's not like with baseball where it's like you know you're definitely rebuilding right all right, so finally, we get to uh, the third trade here. Uh, defenseman Adam McQuaid goes to Columbus. Oh, wait, so Columbus with another trade, ladies and gentlemen. More yep. trades for Columbus. You know, solid, solid, solid D-man used to be on the Bruins. He, he, he's probably a little bit worse than Lovejoy, I would say. Wow, really? A little bit. A little bit worse than Lovejoy. I thought you, you you're always... What, the, what is he the worst defenseman in the league? Because you because you think that Lovejoy was based on what no, you said. We can, we can make Quidditch as a physical guy. That's all he is. Nothing else. But I want I want to I want to value Gotham Columbus. Let's see. Let's see this. The Rangers got a 2019 fourth round pick <laughs> and the seventh round pick in 2019. <laughs> and and defenseman Julius Bergman. Who? Julius Bergman. So 
he's a 23-year-old uh, Swedish defenseman. A Swedish? Who's uh, playing in the Swedish league. He's a restricted free agent at season's end and is in his fourth straight year in the NH- in the AHL. So, okay, so he's – the thing is, he's a return to the Swedish league. He's in the AHL now. For four, this is his fourth year. But he's gonna he's gonna return to the Swedish league, so he's really nothing. He's not he's not an NHL player. So it's it's the fourth and seventh. But let, I mean, listen, I mean that, that that's not bad for Adam McQuaid, like you said. Like that great value, for Adam McQuaid. That's that's a steal. The Rangers there, Brett. You know you want to hear this stats? Yeah. M- M- McQuaid was two goals, three assists, plus minus with three. <laughs> So I mean, the deal is essentially a wash with the one they made with the Bruins, in which they dealt a fourth rounder and a seventh rounder, and defenseman Stephen Kampfer. You know, only the picks will be lower in those rounds. With Columbus expected to make the playoffs. Well, so, remember, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's very similar. The, 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 you know, so basically, net zero trade here all around. <laughs> Yeah, from the, from the Rangers' perspective, anyway. McQueen sucks. That's all. That's all it is to him. All right, so that wraps it up for the uh, traded line. Anything else? I, I look at the future games now. I guess. What, what, what would you, what would you give the grade? Well, I would give the Rangers a uh, a B plus. I like that. I like that. I think I think slightly below the Devils' deals, but I I think the Rangers and Devils both have a similar target rebuilding. I would not be surprised. Rangers and Dallas fans, if they're going to be competitive next year, I'm not going to be surprised. Not Rangers be surprised. competitive. Yeah. yeah, like I said, anybody, be, almost anyone, could be competitive in any given season. But I would mm-hmm. be shocked if the Rangers were competitive. Rangers and Devils, mark my words, save the calendars. No, I can see the Devils. I I like Blackwood a lot. I mean that goaltending there. I, he, he's good. I mean, and if, fact, if, if, if Schneider if Schneider becomes Schneider again, that that'll be help too. Yeah, but anyway, we're not discussing that now. Let's uh, get on to the upcoming hockey games. So we got two games this evening, bro. Mm-hmm. We got the same Calgary Flames back to back at Prudential Center. So face- will it be the same Calgary Flames? Is the question. That is the million dollar question because they're gonna face the new. Jersey Devils. Are you gonna go? Maybe. Doubtful, oh. but maybe. I mean, you know what the tickets were, bro? Free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'm saying on on, on StubHub and, and SeaGeek, I saw tickets as low as seven bucks. If you're interested? If I'm interested. <laughs> if the fans are interested, bro. If I'm interested. Flames <laughs> Devils, come on, man! Bro, I went when I when I went on Monday, the arena was like empty. <laughs> I had like so much room. And then in the more important game, NBC Sports Wednesday Night Rivalry: <laughs> the New York Rangers at the Madison Square Garden, hosting arguably, easily, no doubt about it. The best team in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Arguably. Why do you even say arguably? <laughs> arguably. <laughs> By the end of the season, they could be arguably the greatest team ever. Ever. 
if they win the cup. We shall see about that. This has been your host, Renato Rodriguez, along with my co-host, Brett Wiley. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Sign our see ya. Adios. Hasta luego. Goodbye, y'all.